I want you to do me a favor. Yeah, sure. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? Let it out. I want you to hit me. Trust me. Come on. Come on. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Hit me, baby, one more time. And now, our feature presentation. And welcome, everybody, to Hit Me One More Time, the Nostalgia Reflection Podcast, where we look at the things that we loved when we were younger, and we ask the question, is this good? I'm David Luzader on this mad quest, and with me, as always, is Nick Shermooks. This Nick, hello. Hello, governor. Oh, no. Wait, is that Australian? Oh, I don't, you know, <laughs> you said you weren't going to do an accent, and then you came out swinging. Tea and crumpets. Uh, yeah, Nick, you just uh, got back from across the pond, as they say. I did. I feel like I'm a changed man. Um, I'm much more British than I was. <laughs> um, and I really like scones. Uh, well, we're done with that for now, because I'm going to introduce our guest. Uh, our guest is a f- the host of the weekly cooldown. It is the great Najee Walker. Najee, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How are you doing today? Uh, not too bad. Um, I had some wings for dinner, so that's always a good day. Ooh, nice. Is it like a, they do like a, a rub on them or where there's like a sauce? What'd you get? I got like medium buffalo sauce because that's what we do here in the name where the wings are named after. Or hmm? the city where the wings are named after. Nice. Well, that sounds delicious. Um, and this is dinner cast where we break down what we had for dinner. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, this is the nostalgia show where, uh, Najee, you brought this week's topic, which is Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. This 1991 side scroller beat em up video game for the Sega Genesis has players control Adam Hunter, Axel Stone, or Blaze Fielding, three ex cops looking to free their city from a crime syndicate. I'm going to read the opening crawler later in the show, but I love, like, the, the details I gave, basically, in that were pretty much all the details that were given as to the story of the game. It's, it's all you really need. <laughs> it really kind of is. Uh, but before we get even to any of that, we'd like to take it some time just to, to talk about our own personal histories with the topic. Najee, you brought this here. What is your history with Streets of Rage, and why'd you bring it to the show? Uh, well, so I'm a, I'm a very large gamer. I've been <laughs> playing video games since I was maybe three years old, um, starting with the Sega Genesis. And one of the biggest influences of my uh, gaming uh, journey was Streets of Rage, uh, in particular Streets of Rage 2 and to a similar extent, uh, 3. Um, it... it painted everything I loved about games. Uh, the story was okay, but you know, you didn't really play it for the story. You played it for the action, the beat em up action. Um, it had wonderful, wonderful co-op. Um, I'd play with my brother all the time when I was younger. Um, I'd steal like his little power-ups and his little healing items all the time. Um, and it, it's just a lot of fun. And the music, throughout the game is just fantastic. So all of these layers just perfectly package uh, Streets of Rage and generally just what I love about games in particular. We're going to talk a lot about the music for sure. Uh, I just want to commend you real quick for doing what all brothers should do um, 
during video game with their siblings, which is antagonize Still. in the game. Oh yeah, steal stuff. Uh, try to punch, you know, your friend or your brother's character uh, while you're also trying to, you know, do some cool power up move or something like that. Yeah, just ha- have a lot of fun, just messing everything up. As I was usually the victim of my brother uh, playing video games as a kid, so it's interesting hearing the other <laughs> side. <laughs> well, uh, Nick, speaking of you playing video games. What uh, what's your history with Streets of Rage? Do you have any history before playing it for this show? Um, other than awareness of, I'm pretty sure I was aware of it when I was a kid. Uh, maybe or maybe I was a bit of an older kid when I had heard about it. So that is to say that I really have no history with Streets of Rage. However, playing it did make me think of other side-scrolling beat 'em ups that I did have uh, beautiful relationships with which was like Battletoads and Double Dragons. And um, I'm forgetting one. I guess like an old X-Men cartoon on, I think, Sega Genesis as well. Kind of had a side-scrolling beat-em-up feel. Uh, yeah. Not exactly like Streets of Rage, but definitely the Battletoads and Double Dragons uh, parallels were there. And it just brought me back to that while I was playing. So I still felt pretty nostalgic playing it. Yeah, uh, except this does not have any insane, annoying land speeder levels like Battletoads. Uh, thankfully beautiful speeder levels okay well i I, actually battletoads will definitely get on this show at some point i'm a hundred percent sure uh so we won't uh, call your local GameStop today see if they have it and uh my history with streets of rage is pretty similar to nick's i we had a genesis when i was young um it was kind of at the time when my older siblings were still playing video games so probably my brother had the Genesis uh, that I like played later. And I, I don't remember if we had this game. Um, it, again, if like, a, like Nick was saying, it feels very reminiscent of just so many things at the time because this was a very popular genre of the age. Um, so I'm not sure if I ever played Streets of Rage or heard much about it until the, uh, the, the most recent one. Um, but Nick, that's our histories with it. Can you tell us the world's history with Streets of Rage? Uh, sure can. Uh, so the beat-em-up uh, side-scroller genre had been popular in the late 80s with Final Fight being a standout in arcades. Nintendo bagged exclusive rights to Final Fight on home home consoles, but Sega wouldn't be left out. Uh, Noriyoshi Oba, a lead designer at Sega, set out to make a street fighting game like Final Fight and Double Dragon with musician Tujo Koshiro. Uh, Streets of Rage, known as Bare Knuckle in Japan, which is actually kind of a cool title, uh, released in late 1991 for the Sega Genesis. A game borrowed liberally from Final Fight, but the style, soundtrack, and diverse movesets of the characters helped it to carve its own identity. The success of the game spawned two sequels from Sega, Streets of Rage 2 and 3, before the series went on hiatus for over 25 years. In those 25 years, I went to college, uh, got a few different jobs, um, getting married, uh, and then the games have been ported to many times and even received a comic adaptation. Dotemu purchased the license from Sony and made Streets of Rage 4, which launched in April of 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I put Sony in there. It's from Sega. They bought the, the rights from Sega, so I will cop up to that one. My bad. Uh, has well, have you uh, Najee played Streets of Rage four? I haven't. So uh, unfortunately, I am like many of uh, you, a, a busy, busy adult. Um, so my game time is limited to uh, a, a couple various uh, games that I can grab uh, 
during my downtime. So I have Streets of Rage 4, and it's sitting, and it's looking at me, and it's yelling at me to, to play it. And I hear the, the screams of, of agony not being played, but I just haven't had the chance yet. And it's been a couple months now, so it's like I, I got to catch up. Yeah, I think that's, uh, as you said, I think that's the gamer's problem is when you become an adult is you now have the income to get it, but you have much less time to play it because mm-hmm. uh, there are so many other responsibilities just even like on top of work. And so stuff will just sit there and look at you and you're like, I'm going to get to you. I'm coming. Months don't, from now. Don't worry. And then you buy another game. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then the there's fire. a sale and you uh, you buy some game that was $60 a few months ago for $5 and you're like, gotta, I got to go play that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need this $5 anyway. I'm I, donating it. That's That happened to me recently with uh, like Death Stranding I bought around when it Ooh. first came out. And I started uh, playing it and then moved and my life got upturned. And so I kind of put that on pause. And then like a month ago, started playing it again. And then I bought Ghost of Tsushima, and I was like, well, this is pretty, so I'm going to go play Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, Norman Reedus, whenever I turn my PlayStation 4 on, is just looking at me disappointed. Yeah, you got to, you got to, um, you know, get get traveling across the lands with Norman Reedus and, as they say, the funky fetus. <laughs> I, I do Norman love that. The funky fetus? I don't think I've heard that one before. It's It's pretty great. But this is not, no, that's not what we're here to talk about. Streets of Rage. I said earlier I wanted to read the opening crawl. I am going to do that now because, um, again, I think this this opening crawl is really uh, delightful, I guess. I uh, Because just the, the, the amount that it seems like a placeholder more than it seems like an actual, uh, like, story plot. It's like, well, we're going to, we're going to, fill this in later no need to worry about it now uh i have vamped long enough for me to google it again because i'd accidentally closed the tab so uh here it is this city was once a happy peaceful place until one day a powerful secret criminal organization took over this vicious syndicate had control of the government and even the police force the city has become a center of violence where no one is safe amid this turmoil a group of young police officers has sworn to clean up the city among them are adam hunter Axel Stone, and Blaze Fielding. They are willing to risk anything, even their lives, on the dot 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 streets of rage. Yeah, that's how you write an early 90s crawl. It, I mean, that's pretty standard for like, what, what I can't remember which game it is. It's like, the president's been kidnapped. Go save him. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of refreshing in a way with you know, I mean, I'm I'm someone that generally like whether I'm playing video games or most of most of my interests revolve around um, experiencing stories. Uh, so I have a harder time playing games that are usually, um, you know, lacking. I suppose is the best way to put it. Um, but when I when I got that, I was like, okay, uh, streets are raging and uh, crime syndicate got it. Go beat people up, and it was just sort of like you just slide right in and get going, and that's actually pretty nice when other games sort of like try to get you into this whole super immersive and complex um, experience with deep mythology and lore, and it's just like nope, you're a bunch of ex cops uh, in uh, '80s gear, and you need to cry chop some mofos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there is something that is kind of nice, you know, like the, the, the big beautiful cinematic openings are great and all that, but sometimes. Like, I ran into this problem recently. I just wanted to, like, play something I hadn't played before that I could just pick up and start playing. But every game I had was like, 
well, I'll need to do the opening sequence. I'll need to watch a cinematic. I'll need to go through the tutorial, blah, blah, blah. So then picking this up, uh, whatever my final thoughts on it are, it was just kind of nice to just be like, okay, go fight some bad guys. Boom, you're in it. Yep. Yep. They they certainly fleshed out the story, I think, more in four. Yeah. Um, but the, there's like a like a running theme without uh, or within all three games or four games now. Um, and you can kind of pick up what's going on, but obviously there's not much like uh, dialogue while you're beating up the bad guys. It's mostly just like, here's a little bit at the beginning. Here's how it ends. You win. <laughs> so once you get to four, you get a lot more um, kind of uh, context. Yeah. That, yeah, it, I, I didn't even get to, I, I was doing like independent reading because I, uh, just full disclosure, I'm not super great at beat up side scrollers. Um, it's not my preferred genre because I kind of suck at them. Um, mm-hmm. Still can be fun to play them. I have, a, I have a big soft spot for the Simpsons arcade game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one thing that I noticed uh, in this is that, yeah, like they, they, they really only introduced like four characters. Like Mr. X is the only character we haven't named so far. Uh, but Blaze Fielding has a whole Wikipedia page. Yeah. That is like super fleshed out. Yes. I, that, that's one of the things I love about um, this game in particular is that it's had such a strong fan base for so many years, 25 to be exact, <laughs> that you get all these gamers who go back and they dig and they dig and they dig and then they read other source material, they read the comics and so on and so forth. And then you get these like extremely fleshed out Wikipedia pages. Um, the fan wikis are um, always oh, a good yeah. place to like see what people are writing about and you know what trivia you can find for uh, Blaze Fielding and stuff like that. It's it's wonderful. I love I love uh, Street of Rage fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, Nick, you'll you'll find this interesting. I didn't see this before, but I just saw that the Streets of Rage comic is written by Mark Miller. Really? Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm so I'm, now I want to go read that. Uh, one thing, well, I'll, I'll start with Nick because I know he has a lot less exposure to the series and I, I don't know how uh, much you played it there, bud. But I'm just curious, uh, which which character or characters did you try out in your time? So I picked Blaze Fielding. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it was when I was playing it, uh, so like with the I know this is this was like the 80s or 90s or whatever and um but like she was listed as being weaker and but faster than the male mm-hmm. characters um which I mean for on a personal note I enjoy characters that are a bit more speedy uh David you are right though that the uh speed difference really doesn't seem to matter <laughs> um <laughs> um but also just like i was kind of like like why does she have to be weaker than the dudes and not and i don't you know i'm not trying to be like anything about it that's weird um but i just feel like in a game where everyone's like super muscled out like i think the the strength could have been more um the same um but also she looked cool um and yeah i punched and kicked a lot of people it was i got i got Mm -hmm. several um rounds in and i i so i got i got confused because i occasionally i would like lose all like my three lives or four lives or whatever i had and then it would be like continue and i'd be like yeah uh and i managed to keep doing that all the way through the first like four or five rounds 
and then I got the like game over screen because apparently those continues were finite. And then I put the game down. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't you can't send me back. I've, I've given you enough of my life. Uh, yeah, that's a hard thing about old games is kind of the all or nothing nature of them mm-hmm. is, uh, okay, you advance as far as you advance. And if you die, that's it. It's, yeah, no you got to start from the beginning. And I, and I was curious because I looked up like, okay, how long, like, how long does it take to beat this? And the websites that I were looking at were saying it takes like an hour and a half. But then I realized it's an hour and a half if you don't start over. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Najee, I'll, I'll turn the question. I'll, for me, I, I also played as Blaze and played as Axel um, and did find there was like a, a, a quite a strength difference that actually made the Blaze playthrough a little bit more frustrating than I felt like it needed to be. Uh, where I felt like I was taking down guys a lot quicker with Axel. Maybe also too, it was my it was my second playthrough, so I felt a little more um, confident with what I was doing. Uh, either way, there were still times in this game. To, again, beat em ups. Just they 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 beat me up. Is was really how I should <laughs> phrase that. Uh, but Najee, you're a longtime fan of the series. So who is your preferred character? Do you have any favorites? Do you have any that you just want to mention at all? Yeah. So uh, as a as a kid, especially with two, um, my favorite characters were uh, Skate to begin with. I love Skate. I love the idea of there being like a child amongst all these adults and he's also kicking butt. So I always played with as Skate. Um, he's a cool little roller skating guy and he he kicks as much butt as anyone else. Um, and also Max Thunder, um, and not for any other reason other than he's just a big guy. <laughs> he's just large. He, um, he's way bigger than like Axel Stone or Blaze Fielding, um, and he's just there to help out. I guess. I mean, I don't. I still don't quite know why he was in Streets of Rage. He's quite literally just a wrestler, <laughs> um, but he was there and he's cool and i i love him <laughs> uh for and also that name is amazing max thunder max thunder yeah. is so good i mean there there's some really great 80s early 90s names like blaze fielding is oh, definitely such a good name mm-hmm. um also i just looked up max thunder on uh on google and apparently it was also a joint u.s south korea military exercise in 2009 Oh, clearly inspired by the Max Thunder of Streets of Rage. I mean, oh, yeah, not the other way around at all. Well, no, I mean, he, I think the Max Thunder in Streets of Rage was decades earlier. So there you go. There, it might, it might have been because you know, people get people are in the military are still nerds, I imagine. Uh, one thing I know that we all loved though was the music, and mm-hmm. I'm bringing this up just so I have an excuse right now to put some of the music in the show. So future David, edit that in here. Yes. Uh, music was good. It's so good. Um, I, I remember uh, kind of researching about the music in particular, and it, what happened, I guess, was... It, they didn't really have, you know, the 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 music of the time for video games wasn't like a robust orchestra you could slip into a into a video game. It was like chip tuny and very kind of uh, kind of dirty sounding, I guess. Um, it, it didn't sound good, <laughs> um, but you could do interesting things with chip tunes though. So 
what the uh, composer did, um, I can't remember his name at the, uh, right now. Um, I think it was. It's, uh, it's no, can't Toju, Toju Kashiro. <laughs> there we go. Um, he decided to kind of make it kind of electric dance music like we're used to from the 80s. And he really like pumped everything he had into that idea. And what you get in some of these stages are like, if you've ever seen an 80s movie where they go into a club, you get that, but in like a chiptune kind of way. Mm-hmm. And it's it it like beats your soul up a little bit. <laughs> like it really, you can really feel the music um, in every every stage that you go to, and it's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's seriously so great. I was uh, before this show, I was walking my dog, and I looked on Spotify, and all the soundtracks are on there. So I uh, was I was listening to uh, the first one for a bit, and just yeah, that. I mean, it's it's good, you know. It, it's got that repetition of a video game track um, that that they that they have, especially like back then. But they still were just really solid beats, and yeah, like the sounds he was able to get. Um, I found a, a quote. There's a, a really great article on Nintendo Life that is uh, this the history of Streets of Rage, um, which came out end of last year, uh, kind of lead up to four. If anybody's interested, um, there's a lot of really great, really cool information about just the entire series. Uh, but from uh, Koshiro, he said that Sega didn't tell me what music they wanted or uh, gave me any kind of direction. I only did every stuff that I liked myself. I told them club music would definitely take off and I wanted it to be like that. And I gave them a demo and they, they liked what they heard. And now we have just a, a awesome soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's nice when you can stick to your guns. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's cool that like, this game, for how much it was kind of a ripoff of Final Fight at the time, uh, there's this element of it, which arguably like was probably one of the, the probably the biggest standout of it is uh, they're just like, okay, now make music that is going to sound cool. And he was like, all right, mm-hmm. here's here's a great soundtrack. That's basically what any musician is told, from what I understand. Just <laughs> make something that sounds cool, and then they come up with something, and they're like, yeah, I guess <laughs> that sounds cool. Uh, I, I just love, I think more people have their start in video, like composers have their start in video game music than people think. Um, like Michael Giacchino, who does, you know, big Hollywood blockbusters now, used to do like Call of Duty and stuff back in the day. Also, I think one thing for this game that really makes it stand out on its own is the, like the backgrounds of the levels. Mm. They're really cool. Yeah. They, they have that element of, uh, especially Sega Genesis games, where there's like these moving parts in the background. They're not actually a part of the game. You don't have to do anything, but there's like people cheering. And, uh, you know, at one point there's like aliens in uh, Streets of Rage 2. So you get these like cool robotic aliens just moving around in the background and like Why not? eyes peeking out from behind the shadows and stuff like that, just very randomly. But it, it fits for the stage obviously yeah i think it helps it helps them feel a little bit more dynamic too like they're not quite as static um even if you're not you know always going to catch it because you're concerned about that guy coming at you you know on like a playthrough or like watching someone else play you're going to be like oh man that's a cool little detail i didn't even notice Mm -hmm. before right so i'm i'm curious uh, about what people thought of the gameplay overall like the nitty-gritty of it Mm -hmm. in the sense that um, I mean, obviously, this is a game of its time. So 
there might be certain uh, um, move sets or tech or technological whatever um, that's that wasn't necessarily available at the time. Um, but when you were playing it, was there like a move that you wish was in there or something about um, the way that you interacted with the combatants that you enjoyed? Like, um, Arjit, uh, tell me, or Arjit, tell me what you think. From what I remember about Streets of Rage 2 growing up with it, I always wished that there were more dynamics to it. Like uh, with Street Fighter, you know, you everything kind of pauses when you do a special move. Um, and then, you know, the big Hadouken or whatever comes out. Um, but with Streets of Rage 2, 1, 2, and 3, there wasn't really anything like that. With Streets of Rage 4, you definitely get more of that. And I'm, I'm glad they put it in there. But also, w when I did see that they added that uh, feature in there, I was like, well, actually, maybe not, maybe not anymore. <laughs> I, I actually thought, like, maybe it takes away a little bit from the from the beat em ups to have everything kind of freeze and like you, you know you have to wait for your friend to finish their combo or whatever um or their big move and it it kind of just detracted from the entire thing um that being said though i wish skate was in four i could say that put skate in four <laughs> i really wanted to play skate <laughs> uh oh yeah i guess yeah he's only in uh um because I, I think the 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 fourth one includes Streets of Rage one, two, and three as part of it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it looks yeah, like he's yeah, kind of in there. he's only in, in two and three. Well, I mean, maybe they'll, I don't know, maybe they'll add him. In. They, uh, they added Adam, which is Skate's older brother, who was in one, mm -hmm. I believe, if he's in four, um, and also Adam's daughter. Uh, cherry hunter is in four as well so that's cool but like we could put the whole family in there right and i could the older skate and that would be cool <laughs> yeah why not uh also just like that the the family names like adam hunter oh that's like the most normal name all right well here's skate which i know is like a nickname but then cherry sure. cherry hunter why i would like to argue if it's been over 25 years uh and the city is still corrupt and run by a crime syndicate whatever methods they're using to try and topple the regime aren't working it's just it's not going well for him yeah, well but it's the best we got uh i at the end of the first one at least uh you can join that you're given a choice this is like an early morality system um that you are given a choice to join the bad guys that is true I will say I Nick. To, oh, sorry. What'd you say? No, I, I said I remember that. Oh, cool. Um, Nick, to answer your question, so I, we've been talking about like the good so far, like the aesthetic, the music. When it came to the controls for me playing this, uh, it was it was rough at times. It, yeah, well, my wrist hurt. My wrist hurt for sure. Like, Hitting the same button over and over again. I think that's what I I noticed off the like off the bat. Like I kept trying to hit the other buttons on my controller but really it's just one button for doing every attack and then jumping and then if you jump and then hit the attack button then you'll do like a jump kick or whatever at least with blaze um which the simplicity was kind of nice but also because most of the time my thumb was staying in one position and just you know slapping the button mm -hmm. over and over and over again i could feel that strain on my wrist yeah there's a rhythm to beat-em-ups that uh 
I am not the best at, at mastering. Like I'll think like, okay, I have like, I'll hit the button and think like, I have plenty of time to hit, like as I'm hitting the button, like the guy's going to punch me two times. Uh, and it's, it's frustrating. Um, the fight, the juggling guys can, oh. can just go straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them so much. Uh, but yeah, I think the like the the characters are like the the movement is clunky and the attacks are clunky and uh that's like the biggest detractor. Like, ah, this game is great to look at. The music is amazing, but uh I don't know, but it's uh sucks to play. But yeah. I will say that there for all the for the frustrations that I would feel at times, there were also moments where like you know, I'm attacking one guy and then I'm quickly able to spin around and, and attack a couple other guys. And when they throw a bunch of people at you and you actually are able to get all of them down before you die, oh, I actually thought it was kind of satisfying. I definitely had a few moments in those in those levels that I played where I was like, oh, that actually was kind of smooth, which I guess was a bit of a rare experience, but still pretty cool. Yeah. From my understanding, too, like Streets of Rage 2 is is more polished than the first one. I would say that definitely. <laughs> um, for for my time playing Streets of Rage one, I had never quite enjoyed it as much. Um, Streets of Rage two, I definitely enjoyed, and then three, I liked, but I was still like, ah, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three, I I think uh, was not well liked by a lot of people. Um, also, is skates called skates because he's wearing roller skates? Yep. That's amazing. That's all. That's all you need. Oh, that's amazing. Why well, make it difficult? Yeah. I mean, all what... you need is a pair of skates and a nickname, and then boom, your skate. <laughs> so I mean, oh, geez, I just I can't. The trying to control yourself on that would be ridiculous. I remember. <laughs> I remember being kind of good at it for some reason, and I think it's mostly because. He has a move where you dash across the screen and then you hit the attack button and he just kind of zooms and goes like straight into the enemy. And that's mostly what I did, especially as a kid, was just like dash and zoom and hit people with, you know, skates cool, like a charge attack there. Um, the, The most I remember being like unable to connect with was moving up and down on the map. Um, Because that's really where it gets kind of clunky is where you have to move yourself up the street, but you literally have to go up and it's, it's like, no, that's not how bodies work. You don't, you don't walk in place, but like backwards and also up, like that's not how that works. And so, (laughs) well, that's not how I do it. Yeah, whenever, I'm doing it all wrong. Whenever Nick's on a sidewalk and he has to move to like from side to side, because you know, someone's on the same path as him, he has to stop what he's doing shuffle over and then can continue going forward like a, str- a strange moonwalk over to the side yeah I-, I felt the game was very relatable to my day-to-day <laughs> life <laughs> but also with that up and down it also can make judging like where the enemy is difficult mm-hmm. and trying to hit them can be really annoying because it's like i thought i was punching you but apparently i'm higher than you are yeah <laughs> you're punching the air punching right by your head but not actually at it Sega games in general had that issue where like you could not judge distance or any kind of real space. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of had to like hope you were hitting someone. And then when you weren't, you're like, okay, I have to adjust. 
Yeah, that was a Sega thing, wasn't it? Because I, I, because there were other beat 'em ups where I felt like, I don't know, I had like a much better uh, sense of where my character was, and was able to. Mm, it's just a Sega thing. Yeah, and and definitely because as you because you're trying to line up you know, to get the guy. And then by the time that you've lined up and you're probably, if you're me, you're like mashing the attack button. So in between like the animation of your attack, you've just moved into position, but you have to wait for it to reload basically. Mm-hmm. And then the enemy just comes and smacks you down and, and you lose life. So that, that was really difficult to, to get around. Yeah, uh, for sure. Especially if they had like a weapon, <laughs> that was the worst. When I'm trying to get close to you, stop whipping me dominatrix. Yeah. It's like, hey, hold on. I need there's a there's a giant cooked chicken on the ground. I need to eat this. Please leave me alone so I can kill you. That's always been one of my favorites of of these kind of games though, is like the health items and stuff. It's just like, ah yes, we've left this entire turkey just lying on the ground. Do you want a whole Thanksgiving dinner? Just <laughs> go punch that garbage can right <laughs> yes. there. yes i love it's always and like i love that in the levels they they did at least make the effort of trying to make the containers a bit different for each one uh Mm -hmm. so it's like okay this one you're you have to punch phone booths and at one point there's like three phone booths in a row which was right (laughs) the the, the civil engineering for that city is i mean given they're run by criminals so it's not hard to believe but it's pretty bad does it what okay so i'm gonna ask this question what crime were these guys even committing i didn't i was playing this game i didn't see one crime Um, is is cloning still illegal for humans because given that there was basically only five people but there was like hundreds of them i would argue that the crime is cloning cloning is one (laughs) (laughs) um there's a lot of of uh weird stuff going on in uh, uh streets of rage it's mostly that there's this city they're in. Um, there's this syndicate of of uh, people who are trying to uh, save the city, which is uh, Adam Hunter, Axel Stone, and Blaze Fielding. And you know they kind of uh, go and punch criminals in the face, and then that's their that's their cop duties. Um, but there's also this underground secret uh, criminal organization run by Mister X. Um, Mr. X also has like tons and tons of technology under his disposal. So he's like, you know, he's probably selling drugs and stuff like that. But also he's got weird tech stuff that's making him, uh, you know, make robots who terrorize the city and stuff like that. And then, of course, you can just punch the robots because you're Axel Stone. Like, what else do you do? Right. So what you're saying is that uh, not only is this a, a loose uh, ripoff of Final Fight, but it's also a ripoff of the Mega Man series. There you go. Yeah, basically. You heard it Mr. here, folks. There's a Mr. X in every game, and he's building robots. Are oh. you one of those robots? Maybe, because in Streets of Rage 3, one of the boss fights is Axel Stone, but a robot. <laughs> I knew it. Wait, so wait, wait, the Axel Stone you're playing the whole time in three is a robot, and then it's revealed. oh no no oh, okay it, he he, bu- he builds one. Robot. Yep, he's like Axel Stone is so strong, and clearly none of the other characters are. Right. So we're gonna make an Axel Stone robot to stop Axel Stone. Certainly not the guy named Max Thunder who is like two stories tall and made of stone. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you think that maybe he was just secretly in love with Axel Stone? Mr. X? Yeah. I like that. I'm into that 
theory. Yeah. Why not? Let's put it on the wiki right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I just I just made this comparison in my mind. Um, do you think that uh, Blaze Fielding was the inspiration for Tifa Larkart from Final Fantasy VII? I always thought that myself. It's largely because of like their similar kind of fighting abilities and also the fact that uh, they're in some real skimpy clothes. <laughs> um <laughs> But it, it does seem that way, doesn't it? I, it does. Because I was just thinking, like, oh, Blaze, like, you know, they're all just like, all right, guys, the, the city's in trouble. Like, crime is rampant. We need to go out there and do something. And then Blaze is like, let me put on my mini skirt. <laughs> right. And then and I was like, oh, that reminds me of Tifa. And like, they actually have a very similar look. So it, uh, I feel like the comparison is apt. You can make a one-to-one to three of Final Fantasy VII's characters and three of Streets of Rage characters. You've got mm-hmm. Axel Stone, who is blonde and clearly the leader, so that's Cloud. Then you've got Blaze Fielding, who is a real beat-em-up gal and who's also like skimpy clothes, so that's uh, Tifa. And then a sh- strong black man, and that's... Uh, uh Barrett. Adam Hunter and yeah. one. Um, and that would be Barrett in Final Fantasy Seven. So what you're saying is Final Fantasy Seven is a complete ripoff of Streets of Rage. In some ways, yes. As- in a sense, because it's also there's also like a, a, a insidious organization that rules the city slash the planet with an iron fist. That that mm-hmm. sounds like this crime syndicate to me. So there you go. I am on the Blaze Feeling Wikipedia page again. I'm on the reception part and um I'm sure it would surprise both of you to learn that uh, she's been heavily sexualized by pretty much everyone for all time. <laughs> and it's super surprising. Yeah, super surprising. Apparently, she, in the Japanese version, uh, had upskirt animation frames, which were removed in the American oh, version. Bother. Oh, yeah. Oh boy. Come on, guys. Come on, team. What are we doing? It is what it is, I guess. <laughs> I hate saying that now, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it was 1991. Uh, you know, it we weren't quite as, uh, I guess, woke as we are now. Uh, also, looking at some of these things, like, because here's all the lists, you know, she's been part of, like, hottest video game, babe. Mm. Oh, boy. That makes me think I, a while back, I had picked up the, the latest Soul Calibur game and I was doing a little, I, I almost never play fighting games, mind you, but like for some reason I, I wanted to get my hands on Soul Calibur six. And then I don't know if I was talking to this, I was, I think I was talking to a friend and we were discussing uh, Ivy Valentine, I think her names, who's also a incredibly sexualized uh, female combatant. I don't really know if she's wearing any clothes i mean she is but it doesn't seem like they're that important um and i think she there was like some uh ranking system where she was like in the top five of like most compelling character like this sense that like there was all of this more like nuance and stuff going on with her that probably wasn't there um but i just i think of stuff like this where like you, you have this overtly sexual character and then uh, either in in the game or the fan base that wants to justify their existence after the fact you know try to come up with all these reasons why you know blaze fielding would be justified in running around in a short yeah. skirt that, 
reminds me of the uh, Tifa truthers, as I called them, who were <laughs> very, very upset when they saw the redesign of Tifa and thought that like things had gotten smaller on her, and they were very upset that you know uh, they would downsize and and d- degrade her this way. And I was oh like, "Oh my gosh, you are all dudes. Can y'all chill?" Yeah, and they <laughs> they were also upset that she's wearing a sports bra now. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I want to read real quick and i apologize to people who are listening to this because two of the most disturbing sentences related to the blaze fielding on this article uh digital presses carl youngman featured blaze in his article classic babes in video game as a representative of a biker chick trope uh, opining she has the best legs in video games and saying that after seeing her he quote didn't care if he ever saw another real girl again and, what end quote and uh uh famitsu reviewer admitted to worshiping blaze for both her fighting technique and sexiness and then in 2011 games radar's jim sterling uh recalled this quote 16-bit stunner as one of the sexiest sprites ever so i'm getting <laughs> off of this wikipedia page oh my gosh oh jeez. I'm convinced. They convinced me. I, I see it now. I, I see the depth and complexity, which isn't, you know, it seems like we're ragging on Blaze. And, no, and the fact is, Blaze is a cool character. It's just uh, a shame, I guess, that, you know, that she's not. I mean, I guess the, the guys are wearing kind of ridiculous outfit too, but at least they They're have not. pants. Yeah. They have pants, right? I didn't play this. Though. <laughs> they do. I would love if they were also in mini skirts. That would have been great. <laughs> Yeah, actually, like, the, that's kind of why I also like Max Thunder. I feel like he was the only like sexualized male on the cast because they often had him like in super tight shirts or without a shirt entirely. So I'm like, great, let's let's keep that going. Yeah, he's got the the whole professional wrestling vibe, like wearing basically just the the tiny little Robin short shorts and boots. While we're feeling inspired, can we work on a Streets of Rage knockoff called Miniskirt Madness, where whether you're a male or female character, you're all running around in miniskirts? Let's I lo- do it. I love this idea. This is great. I know I know a couple sprite artists. Let me get on the horn. The evil pants syndicate <laughs> is taking over the city and making people wear pants, but not these miniskirt wearers. That's I, all I got so far. Nick, I need you to uh, to stop talking about it right now because uh, this is a great idea and I don't want anybody stealing it. So that's true. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Before we're we're getting close to the wrap up here. Um, Before we get to that though, is there anything else about streets of rage that anybody wanted to bring up that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, It's real cheap everywhere. Just buy it. Go try it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's 99 cents on, uh, on steam. So I think you can also get it on like on iOS and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's just available. I mean, they want you to play it. So why would you deny them that pleasure? <laughs> they want their one dollar. <laughs> I mean, Nick, do you have anything else? Um, No, the you know, it, it's hard because I mean, obviously, part of it is we're discussing, you know, has this game held up and stuff like that. And again, just like thinking of maybe what's commonplace now that wasn't when Streets of Rage came out, like in my it, while playing it, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before, like I couldn't help but just think of like what move sets I wish I had available to me, like grappling or counter you can, movements. You can grab enemies. 
Okay, you can grab enemies, but I mean, for as far as I could tell, it was completely random because I was like punching, kicking, and occasionally grappling, and I didn't really understand when which one was going to be engaged. Yeah, uh, I have no idea either. I just know that I was occasionally grabbing people. Well, with that, then let's go ahead and get to the big question: Is Streets of Rage worth uh, visiting today? Or is it a game that should just kind of stay back in the Hall of Memory? Uh, Naji, you brought this game to us, so why don't you go ahead and let us know your thoughts? Yeah, well, like I said, it's first of all, it's available, so like that should be enough. But if it's not, I say sure. Um, it's still kind. Of, a lot of people still love the beat 'em up genre. There's plenty of indie beat 'em ups out there. Um, to 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 enjoy and a lot of them are based off of final fight and of course streets of rage um so if you want to get a feel for what they're trying to emulate go play streets of rage it's a great uh a, a great reference point for that and uh if nothing else just like youtube the music youtube search the music and just listen to the music i I'll definitely agree with on uh, uh, the music there uh nick what are your thoughts <laughs> I think it it's tough. It's um, I was trying to make this seem maybe more complex than it is, but um, you know the question is for the show like you know does this hold up? And I mean I guess I would say no. Um, that's not to say that just because it doesn't hold up, it's not fun and has redeemable qualities. Um, just that it's it's at least now it feels like almost a prototype. So I agree with the sentiment that like you know if you're enjoying the the beat em up experiences they have now and for like an uh anthropological or whatever historical you know study you know go back and try the original streets of rage um obviously i didn't i didn't necessarily have the childhood um feelings like some others but um i don't feel like it's May, it, it, now it makes me a little nervous to go back and play like Battletoads and Double Dragons because it might because I have very very fond memories in my head and then they might not hold up as well. Uh, that being said, I do agree with everyone as well that the soundtrack is boss, uh, and you should go listen to it right now. Of course, uh, for me, I will say obviously this series has endured even when it was in hiatus uh, with no real future. It was constantly getting ported to new systems. Uh, it's on Steam for super cheap. It is super easy to get these games because they obviously have a very rabid fan base. Um, I have not played 2, 3, or 4, from my understanding. Uh, 2 and 4 are great games. Um, I will say the first one was more frustrating for me than fun. So I can't say, like, yeah, go back and play the first one. But if you're a fan of beat-em-ups, uh, the, the, the fourth one, which I believe uh has the past games too i know you can at least play with the the sprites of the old characters in them um it was definitely probably worth checking out um, i'm i'm curious about four uh myself even though you know i'm probably still going to get my butt kicked a lot more but this first one i don't think there's enough here for me to say yeah this is totally worth revisiting it i think the stuff that it has created is totally worth visiting um but the first one itself you know that soundtrack rules so i think mm -hmm. we all we've all ended on that one uh we want to know what you think though listening audience am i crazy should the first one be 
you know, should you play them in order? Should that be everybody's entry to the series? Let us know. Go to hitmeonemoretime.com. You'll find all the ways to contact us there. We love hearing from you. Now, before we head out, uh, we haven't done a segment in a while, but I thought of one that uh, that tickled me. So it has a name, which is Streets or Seagal. In, oh, in this game, uh, I'm going to just list either a track from a Streets of Rage album, so it can be any of the four, or a Steven Seagal movie title, and uh, you two are going to tell me which one you think it is. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. So the first one is Never Return Alive. Uh, I'm Steven Seagal. I'm also going to say Steven Seagal. That is a track from Streets of Rage 2. Nah. Is it? <laughs> yep. Next, On Deadly Ground. That's Streets Seagal. of Rage. One point to Naji. That is a Steven Seagal movie from 1994. Next, Quiet Insanity. Streets of Rage. Yeah, that's Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Yep, it's a track from the first one. Uh, number four, Under Logic. That is also Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. All right, yep. All right, those ones were a bit obvious, I guess. <laughs> well, let's try number five, Beyond the Law. That sounds Steven Seagal. Yeah, it does. That's because it is. It's a 2019 Steven Seagal film. Oh, oh is he still making them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe uh, DMX was you know what? Good for law. Steven Seagal. Let's just put it that way. Good for him. He's not an asshole, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, uh, well, oh, bad for less, less good for him. Uh, real buddy, buddy with the Russians. Next up, Underground. Streets of Rage. Um, Steven Seagal. It is Streets of Rage 3. Next up, Attrition. Steven Seagal 3. <laughs> Sorry, do that again, dude. The next one is Attrition. Um, Steven Seagal. Oh, man. Yeah, let's, let's go Steven Seagal. That's because it is. It's a 2018 Steven Seagal movie. Ooh. Next up, Urban Justice. Streets of Steven Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal. It is a 20, 2007 Steven Seagal movie. Next, <laughs> next up. This is, this is funny enough, this is actually probably one of the better quizzes that you've thrown at me in <laughs> you years are, past. You are so. doing really well, but you're still down two points. No! Okay. And next up is the commissioner. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, yeah. Oh, you're both wrong. It's a track from Streets oh. of Rage 4. Oh, that's why I wouldn't get it. <laughs> and the last one, which uh, I had to include on here as soon as I saw it, China Salesman. No way. Mm. This can't be a Steven Seagal movie. Streets of Rage? I feel like it could be a Steven Seagal movie, but I'm still going with Streets of Rage because in a way it makes no sense for any of them. Naji, are you going with Streets of Rage as well? No, I'm going with Steven Seagal. That's because it is. It's a 2017 Steven Seagal no. movie. It is a it's a Chinese action movie uh, with Steven Seagal and Mike Tyson. He made a movie called Urban What Now? <laughs> uh. 
uh, Urban Justice was one of them. Yeah, okay. That's how I knew. <laughs> when I heard that one, <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy's not cool. <laughs> yeah. So I failed to uh, to keep score, but I do know that by three points, Najee is our winner. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nick, one day, buddy. I have so many questions about I've moved on. I'm looking at a, a poster of China Salesman, and I just have so many questions. <laughs> it's it's better if you don't. I can say that much. Oh, boy. Well, as we are on our way out of here, this is the time of the show where we let everybody know where we can be found and what we're working on. And if, as always, we're going to start with our guest, uh, Najee. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me once again. And uh, where can people find you should you wish to be found? Yes. So once again, I am the host of the Weekly Cooldown. Um, I also go by Kami Jace on the Weekly Cooldown. So you can find me uh, on Twitter at Kami Jace Gaming. Or uh, you can find the Weekly Cooldown on Twitter as well at WK Cooldown. Excellent. And, and find the show wherever. Yeah, people, check it out. Nick, what you got? Well, I don't want Phil Rude to throw shade at me <laughs> on Twitter, so I won't mention my at palplajam underscore Instagram account that still currently has no art. You're welcome, Phil. Uh, <laughs> however, you can also find me on Twitter at Nick Shermuksnis. That's S-E-R-M-U-K-S-N-I-S. Um, and hit me up if you want to talk. Do so at your own risk. People, you can find me. Uh, and uh, thank you, Nick, for being here today. <laughs> Thanks. And people, you can find me on Twitter under these name Davluz. That is D-A-V-L-U-Z. See all what I am up to there. Other podcasts that I'm hopping around on. Uh, and uh, if you have a podcast and want me to be on there, hey, reach out. I'll probably do it. I'm easy like that. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Remember, you can't move forward if you're always looking back. time recalling the accent in my mind even though i heard it every day for a month <laughs> i want you to do your best british accent right now uh, uh top of the morning to you oh wait was that irish <laughs> uh, scottish oh i really i want you to know that i am recording and i'm probably going to stick this at the end after the uh outro music <laughs> that was that was something it was an attempt see <laughs> when i ever do british it's always cockney so i'm always like oi governor What's going on, governor? Like that kind of nonsense. And uh, people get mad at me, so I don't do it that much. Uh, often. Because uh, it makes people angry. <laughs> I get it. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough reasons people to be mad at us already. We don't want them to be more <laughs> mad. <laughs>